Finishing up this series on one of my favorite shows right now. And we're finally getting to the finale of Andor. The last three episodes. And these episodes are just more of what I like so much all season. I can't say enough how much I really like this show. You know, it's more of the great visuals, the soundtrack, the acting, everything. It's all just been great. And I'm just going to get right to it. So, in episode 10, we finally get to that point that they've been building towards where Cassian and the rest of everybody else is going to break out of prison. So, right from the beginning, Cassian wants to break out and Kino doesn't. And we get a great line from Cassian where he says, power doesn't panic. Another great line where he says, I'd rather die trying to take them down than die giving them what they want. And it's a great point. I mean, what's the point of rotting away in that jail just helping the Empire when you can still try to escape and hopefully live the life that you want? And if you don't, well, you died fighting. And Cassian and Kino finally make it back to everybody else and they tell them what happened on level two. So everybody finds out that the guards kill the whole floor and that really changes things because of course there's people that would try to escape for whatever reason but when they all know that they could be killed at any moment that makes anybody want to try to escape it was also funny how everybody was looking at Cassian and then when Kino verified it they all really believed it and when it's actually time for them to break out, they finally take advantage of the low number of guards. Cassian had been cutting this thing in the wall for a few episodes now, and we finally see what it was for. It disabled the shock floor. So now the guards can't use that technology to their advantage because that was the main thing that was keeping the jail running properly was that the guards even though they're vastly outnumbered they have the equipment and the prisoners don't so at any moment if a prisoner act up they can just turn on that shock floor and they can turn to a saying that kills anybody on the floor if things got too crazy so now that a riot has started they try to turn on that floor and of course it doesn't work so eventually Cassian and Kino take control of the Eventually, Cassian and Kino get to the control room, and they shut down the power. And I thought it was funny how Cassian made the guards go on program, which was that thing they were doing when they would tell the prisoners to basically stand still with their hands on their head. So he really flipped the script there. And um, Kino went on the microphone, and he gave a great speech. I really think that this was probably the best acting in the entire show so far. 
Um, Andy Serkis really did his thing in this moment. And he also repeated what Cassian said to him before, saying, I'd rather die trying to take them down than die giving them what they want. So everything is like coming full circle at this moment. This is probably the best moment in the whole show. And everybody else starts to riot because since the power shut down, the shot floors don't work. And the guards actually gave up for the most part once they realized what was happening. You saw a bunch of them hiding in the closet which is really funny because they knew if they tried to fight, they would get killed. It was just way too many prisoners for them guards. Then we get another crazy moment where everybody is jumping out of the jail into the water trying to swim away. And Cassian and Kino get right to the edge and then they stop. And Cassian's wondering why he didn't jump. And Kino says he can't swim. But then because of everybody running, Cassian accidentally got pushed out. And we don't even see what happened to Kino, so I wonder if he actually jumped or if he just stayed there. I mean, I hope he didn't stay there. That would be a terrible idea. <laughs> and here's another moment. I'd rather die swimming away than wait for the Empire to get there and just kill your behind anyway. And all while this is going on, Mom Mothma meets Davo, and to do their deal with helping her with her money, he wants her to betroth her daughter to his son so of course this is something that mon is totally against she was very clear about not liking the traditions of her home planet and getting married very young and stuff like that and i probably said it before but it was interesting how her daughter actually liked all the traditions and was really taking it upon herself to to learn about her home planet and really live in those ways so even though Mon doesn't like it, her daughter would probably actually be okay with it. So I think that's pretty interesting. But I guess it really does suck for her because she wanted her daughter to be able to have that choice in her own life. So it really is kind of a, a mixed bag, I guess. And then that subplot with Krieger finally comes to an end where we see Luthen meeting that officer that works with Miro. And... That guy wanted to stop being an informant because he had a kid and he wanted to just let it all go and just live a safe life. And we see that Luthen doesn't want to let him go because he's too valuable. The information that he's bringing is more important than Krieger's life. And it was like 30 guys or something like that. So we see that Luthen is, is pretty crazy that he's willing to let a whole bunch of people die to keep this informant in the empire. And he also gives a crazy speech and, you know, a great line is I burn my life to make a sunrise that I know I'll never see. I mean, that's just crazy. And I think that this just shows the, the complicated nature of war and things like that. And how sometimes good people might do bad things to, achieve their goals and it just reminds me of the episode in Clone Wars called Heroes on Both Sides where we see that the the separatists aren't really bad people that they just don't want to be part of the republic anymore and it's the republic that's keeping them and I mean there's a whole argument that the separatists are the good guys and the republic is the bad guys because the republic actually uses real people as soldiers and the separatists use all droids so <laughs> I mean, that right there is just 
a big indicator to me, at least. I mean, of course, we saw what happened to the republic in the end, and and we know all that was orchestrated by Palpatine. But still, they always portray the republic as the good guys because the Jedi are on that side and the separatists are the bad guys. But you know, I think that episode of Clone Wars really gives you a different perspective, and just like this scene in this show shows that maybe there's villains on both sides. You know, just because someone is a rebel doesn't mean that they're a good person. And I'm not saying Luthen is a bad person. I think Luthen is pretty complicated because we know that he would do anything to defeat the Empire, but there's always got to be that limit, right? Like, you're no better than the enemy if you just do the same thing that they do. If you're going to scheme and kill people that you shouldn't be killing and things like that, you know, you're just as bad as the other side, in my opinion. But I think that it just makes the show more interesting. If we get the typical good guy versus bad guy thing all the time, it gets old after a while. Again, this episode was a banger. This might be my favorite episode in the show. So, yeah. Um, in episode 11, we see that Cassian's mom dies. And Cassian didn't get back to Ferrix yet. So, that's kind of sad to... Cassian didn't get to see his mom for one last time, and we see Cassian and one of the guys who was with him in jail climbing this big behind rock, and then they they try to sneak on to these two alien ship, and the aliens at first think that they're part of the Empire, probably because they're human, and I guess their planet didn't originally have humans on it, and they tell them that no, they don't like the Empire either, and the aliens actually take them where they want to go because they don't like the empire either and the empire spoiled the water on their planet and again there's little things like this that show you how bad the empire is we know the empire just takes over planets uses their resources it'll pollute planets it just does whatever it can to gain power it doesn't matter how many people it displaces kills how many planets it ruins so Again, we see people that are just normal people, and they're complaining about how their planet's water got spoiled, and it's sad. And we finally see Sergeant Mosk again, and he calls Cyril, and he tells him that Cassian's mother passed. So we know at this point that Cyril is probably going to go to Ferrix because he's obsessed with this Cassian thing, and everybody knows that Cassian is probably going to go back to Ferrix. And we see Luthan meet with Saul Guerrero. And he tells him that the ISB knows about Krieger's raid. And that he's willing to let Krieger and his men die to protect his sources within the ISB. And we get a great scene with Forrest Whitaker as Saul Guerrero. You know, kind of wondering what's up with with Luthan because he wanted to go help Krieger on the raid. and. Krieger is telling him, nope, don't go, because if you go, you're going to get killed. And Saul is pretty much as blown away as the audience is at the fact that this guy is willing to let a whole bunch of people die just to keep his source. So that was another crazy moment. And Cassian called his boy on Ferrix, and he finally finds out that his mother is dead. It seemed like everybody knew about his mother before Cassian. So we know what's going to happen at that point. And then I gotta say, probably the coolest scene in the show is that moment where Luthen gets stopped by the Empire in his ship, 
in which they say that his ship can escape a tractor beam. I've probably watched that scene like five times at this point because that moment is just so cool. Like, you know, he's stalling, holding up the Empire, telling him basically whatever just to let his weapons warm up. And then once we see what he's really doing and how he just easily escapes from that Empire cruiser and the TIE fighters, it was just a great moment. And what a great way to end the episode. That that scene really blew my mind. And then finally, on to episode 12, the grand finale. Mom Mothma and her husband are sitting in the car, and she accuses him of gambling again. And we see that the driver is listening to their conversation, even though he's not supposed to. So what I think is going on here is that she knows that she's being spied on. And she just fabricated this little argument with her husband so that there's an explanation for why she's missing money. Because there was no indication before that her husband had any issue like this. It was just something that came out of nowhere, really. So that's that's what I think. I think that she knows that her driver is spying on her. And she just created this whole idea using her husband's past to basically throw the Empire off her trail. And on Ferrix, we see that the Empire is all around because they know Cassian is coming. And then a little later, we see that Ma's driver tells Officer Blevin about her husband's gambling. So maybe that did work, and now the Empire thinks that her husband has a gambling problem, but we know he doesn't really, and Mon, we know what Mon is doing with her money. And since the Empire killed Krieger, it'll be harder to find Axis, which is which they were calling Luthen, because they don't, they don't know his real name. They just know that there's some figure, you know, orchestrating all this rebel activity, and they were calling him Axis. So now Miro isn't very happy about that. So Cassian pulls up on Ferrix. He goes to try to help Bix escape because we know she was captured from before. We see Cyril and Sergeant Mosk arrive on Ferrix. You know, those two are like a little team. And that guy, Nurture, that we've seen a few times in this season, we see that he's an informant and he actually sells out Cassian. So we know that this dude is, will just sell out anybody. But he got his karma because he got blown up. So I wasn't. And this is the big moment. The parade starts, and of course, the, the Empire has their troops lined up. There's all the people of Ferrix in the parade, and the droid B plays this hologram message that everybody in the town can see. And it's Cassian's mom giving this speech, and it's very inspiring, and it tells the people to fight the Empire. Now, at the same time, Cassian is breaking out Bix. So now all the tensions are very high at this moment. And one of the side characters that we've seen before had been building a bomb, which we don't really know that it's a bomb, I guess, when we see him building. We just see him building something. And then we see him in the parade just throw this thing across to where all the stormtroopers are, and it blows up. And he was also pretty mad that the Empire just captured his father for no reason before. 
So we don't even know what happened to him. He's probably dead. And that's another sad thing. The Empire just takes people, does whatever they want with them. And sometimes their family never sees them again. So I don't blame this guy for wanting to blow up some stormtroopers. And of course, in this moment, everybody in the Empire just starts shooting. Because some of their guys got blown up. Now it's almost like a battle. And we see Cassian's friend Brasso. He saves the, the guy that threw the bomb. When the riot started, Miro almost got killed. There was literally a group of people that was about to drag her away and do who knows what. And she got saved at the last second by Cyril. And Cassian escapes to the ship. And all his friends are on there. Brasso, B the droid, and everybody else. And they're about to get away. But Cassian, of course, can't just go with them. He goes to meet Luthan on his ship and confront him because he knows that Luthan was supposed to kill him. So that was the other thing. Everything in this final episode came to a head. Basically, every character that had something to do with Cassian was on Ferrix in this last episode. And Cassian finally confronts Luthan after all that. And he says, kill me or take me in. That was a pretty brave moment. But we all know that Luthen takes him in in this moment. Because we wouldn't be getting a season two. And we wouldn't. And we know that Rogue One happens. So. But. And we also see at the end that. Mom Mothma's daughter. Meets Davo's son. So. That is happening too. So. Reno Mon isn't very happy about that. And the season ends with a post-credit scene that reveals what Cassian and everybody else at the jail was building. And that it was parts for the Death Star. And we see the, the Death Star be 100% complete. And that's it. So now we know that Cassian was helping to build the thing that eventually killed him. So that's pretty crazy. But season one of Andor, definitely one of my favorite shows of the year. One of my favorite shows in recent years. I can't wait for season two, and I've said it so many times. Great acting, great soundtrack, great visuals, great writing. And I really think that this show, not using the volume, was a pretty good idea. And I really like the volume. It's a great tool. But something about how they used a bunch of real locations also just kind of changed the look. You know, I think it's good that all the shows don't look exactly the same because this is a show that's very different from The Mandalorian and that's okay. So they don't have to film it in the same way. I also think giving creators that option is always a good thing. So again, Andor, great show. I'm so happy that I got to watch it and I'm ready for the next Star Wars project to come out. Oh, 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 oh,